co-produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works, Afropunk Solution Sessions is a podcast that explores real-world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face. Every Wednesday, co-hosts Bridget Todd and Eve Jesko speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid, and Patrice Cullors about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversations and motivating people to make a difference. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Is there anything that makes you feel more adult than buying art? Your art gallery makes buying art an easy and affordable experience that you can do from the comfort of your own home. And your art gallery is eco-friendly. Buyers can purchase artwork from over 3,000 talented first-time artists and seasoned professionals. Go to yourartgallery.com slash info slash grown and use the promo code grown at checkout to get 25% off your order. That's yourartgallery.com slash info slash grown. Let me lay on the line. I got a little freakiness inside. And you know that the man has got to deal with it. I don't care what they say. I'm better not to play nobody's games. Because it's all about the dog in me. Mm-hmm. Come on. I want a freak in the morning, a freak in the evening, just like me. I need a roughneck brother that can satisfy me. Just for me, if you are that kind of man, cause I'm that kind of girl. I need a freaky secret everybody's saying, cause we don't give a damn about a thing. And I will be a freak until the day, until the dawn. And we get pop, pop! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. I got in trouble for singing that song. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure I would have as well if Rhonda had known that I was singing that. I was just singing it, singing it. I was just a bop walking down the street. My mother was like, ah, you're not a nothing to the nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Those songs from the 80s and 90s were nasty. Were filthy. <laughs> Sometimes I listen to the... I remember what... Oh, God. When... um. Didn't they re-release like a, a bunch of Biggie's number ones? Yes, I was they did in the nasty car <laughs> driving, and I was listening to Dreams. Mm. I was in the car like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Like, I was, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is disgusting." Biggie was a predator. Raven Simone is a child. Oh my, I was, I was floored, and I used to be like a tiny type for Christ singing. I was like, "How do I know these lyrics?" Mm-mm. I should be ashamed of myself. We all, I of us. am ashamed of myself. Well, yes, I mean, praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Welcome, bike, bike. Uh, to getting grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I'm Jade. And we are here to uh, harass you for the next 60 or so minutes. Yes. We appreciate you for joining us for another week of uh, our foolery and shenanigans. And my songs. Uh, Of course. Uh, Yeah, shout out to... Shout out to my (laughs) friend... Shout out to my friend Didi. Uh, Didi uh, tweeted you. I don't know if you saw it last week, but she was like, "I don't know. I don't remember remember what song it was that you opened with last week." She was like, "I don't understand Jay be singing in the key <laughs> of I don't even know." I was like, "Jay sings in the key of Z flat." I minor. do. I said, "Why?" Oh my god. Why flat? 
I don't. It's just get my keys right. Why is is actually is such an appropriate? Because I gotta. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to Didi. <laughs> Didi is a shout vocalist, up. a singer. So I mean, she. I'm, I'm Didi, being, do I trigger you with? Listen, that? you don't know. It's stressful. <laughs> it's very stressful. You see how I am. We was watching the BET Awards last night, and I was yeah. like, "What is this noise? This is noise." Because, you know, when you know how it's supposed to sound, you hear it. It's like cacophony in your ears. It's like, what? It's dissonance. Well, for me, it's, it's joy. And it comes from my heart and the bottom of my feet. Okay. And it will never change. Shout out to you, Didi. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to Didi. Didi from Dallas, Texas, baby. Dallas. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about adulting. Was she from Oak Cliff? I don't know. Is she hood? Slightly. Where you from, Dee? It's a church. Where, it's a church, where a church. you from? Actually, she's not from Dallas originally, though. I think she grew up in Arkansas. Oh, she might know my homeboy. Laura. My homeboy, Ajamu. Shout out to you. Anyway. Yeah, man. We're going to talk about adulting. The good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, temptations, and the taxes of being an adult in the year of our Lord 2018. Welcome back to the ride, boys and girls. Yep. I'm in the studio this week. Yeah, we are looking in each other's faces. Isn't it wonderful? It's beautiful. I love looking at your face. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're here handling some business. It's Pride Week. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Handling some very important business in the city of New York um, today. So I, we got a chance to record together. Yes. Oh, what fun it is. Shout out to our brother Kid Fury and his packed Listen. and fully sold out 305 niggas Live. on niggas on niggas on niggas. Niggas on niggas on niggas on niggas. I saw... Oh, for the young lady oh, I saw God. on the stairs, Here me and Fran caught you. We know you was taking pictures of our butts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We caught, like, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out because I know that's what you was Ma'am, doing. Ma'am, that is inappropriate. It's inappropriate, miss. So many people. You got to ask. Creepy. Just don't be creepy. I remember guys. we was walking down the street one time and these girls passed us by. I don't I don't be paying no mind. And Dustin, and Dustin was like, well, if you want to take a picture, don't sneak it. Just ask. And they were like, can we take a picture? <laughs> I love Dustin. Did I tell you something about the time me and Keisha was in Costco? No. <laughs> <laughs> me and Keisha was in Costco. Now, you know. You My know, favorite place. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, uh, as a woman with a particular tail Carriage. of a particular size, you know. <laughs> and Keisha got a big old ass. You understand what I'm saying? So, uh, and... <laughs> you know, you you get used to people saying mm-hmm. things, staring, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But one time, Keisha and I were in Costco. She was walking in front um, of us. We're walking in, down the aisle. There's two guys. Did she have on athletic pants? I don't think. No, we oh, both okay. no. Okay. <laughs> she had on like a onesie, like oh. a <laughs> it was like a, a, a jumpsuit, mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It fit with well. all that hair. With it, all that tail. <laughs> it fit well. <laughs> It fit her very nicely. I don't remember what I had on, but uh, she was walking in front of me. I was on the phone. And these two guys, they were together, but kind of like walking Mm -hmm. just like that. So one was kind of ahead of Mm -hmm. the other. So Keisha walks past. And I see the guy like turn around and like get his friend's attention and then like point at Keisha. And then I walk and he's like, it's another one. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> you can't even laugh. I was like, you, you can't even what? do nothing but laugh you sometimes. It's he was like, it's another one. 
You know what, sir? How are there so many? <laughs> so many bumblebees at Costco today. <laughs> so many ants. <laughs> we just sit at the end of the This is what, okay. This is what y'all doing? All right. You're not even going to be secret about I mean, it? He no. didn't even try to be discreet. No, they don't. It wasn't even like... Last hey. night, one was screaming at me. I said, when me and Crystal walked to the liquor store, mm-hmm. one was screaming outside the cab. She just moved me right onto the other side of her. She was like, come on, friend. <laughs> just, come on, friend. <laughs> I was like, yo, what makes you think? She's like, just let's just go to the liquor store, friend. Let's just go get this bourbon and this Hennessy. I'm like, you right. I just wonder, is it, it must be a, a group of women who respond. Because I just wonder why. No, I'm I need a I need a group of men to respond. I need to know for so for the three male straight listeners that we have. <laughs> Hello, my brothers. We welcome. love you so much. We love you and you're welcome here. This is a safe space. <laughs> but we need to know what makes y'all or your homeboys think that yelling out of a car window or saying things like it's another one literally is getting ready to garner that nigga said like sort of Eureka it was like he found yeah. a pot of gold or I got a golden ticket <laughs> you gotta calm down sir like what I'm supposed to say like how far you think you gonna get with that you're welcome that's what I would have said like, I'm gonna tell you, this you're is welcome. my man you met we met in Costco when he was looking at my he butt he was looking at my ass you know I do it well, with we love with and everything Oh my god! <laughs> we was over there by the toilet paper, whatever. I heard him talking, and you know we, we have... was in the produce fridge. Uh, I was getting some arugula. <laughs> I was like, "Come on now, like come on, fuck out of here, nigga." <laughs> anyway, all right, then, all right. Let's take out some trash. Let's do it. Cue the cleanup woman. All right, so Kia and I have decided that we want to do something fun. Oh, boy. Um, because we both enjoy television. Oh, it's my heart's cry, really. It is. A song cry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> we want to recap Black and Crew Chicago oh. every week for you all. Just because, you know, it's it's such a trash show full of so much basura. And I think it's only fitting to put it at the top of the trash. Listen. And we talk about it anyway, so we might as well talk about it with all of you all. Absolutely. So chime in. Feel free to submit your comments. Please. Uh, y'all know how to reach us. So where should we begin? Um, I don't know if we should begin with like just the characters <laughs> and who they are. <sighs> There's Van. Van is um, the male Nicki Minaj of Black and Crew Chicago. <laughs> He's the hater. He's the hater of the show. Chicago Rhythm. <laughs> he wants to be on top so bad. Want to be on top? He wants to own Ryan's business, but not put in the work to do so. I don't. I feel like Van works hard. Van works, but Van like Van got mad about stuff that just wasn't his business. Like, why do I need to run it by you if I want to throw out some merch? Um... Nigga, you are not part owner. Fair. Mm. Fair. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so Van, we know. We got Van, and then there's Charmaine. He is favorite. <laughs> try as I might. You know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. So hard. But I just cannot use Charmaine. I For just, anything. Oh, she's loud, and her hair be all over the place. She doesn't, I don't know what she be talking about. She's always talking about farting. and ashy. Like, she's just, I just want more from her. More. She looks like she wakes up in the morning. And I'm, you know, I hate to do this. I really do. But it's just, 
I want her to be better because I've seen her family. She Have comes you? from stock. Yeah, they. Oh yeah, her mom. You know, yeah, her mom. I remember her that. father too, right? I don't remember her dad. Her dad was there. Like they own a farm, or I don't know something in New Orleans. But I just feel like she tries really hard to be like this hood rat girl, and I'm like, that's that's is just that not, really you, not your story. And I hate her like radio voice. It's your girl, <laughs> like all the time. We don't need that, girl. Just relax. Like, it's okay. Charmaine is like the epitome of the people who love that boot up song that I thought was called Feelings up until last How does night. it go? Feelings. Boot up. <laughs> boot up. And I, I thought the song boot was up. saying pull up. I don't know what I, I thought I thought they were was trying saying. to fight pull up. I thought she was upset. I think that I've just aged out of the song because the young people go up. They love it. I just can't seem to get into it. They I act like it's the seven, second coming to shy. It sounds like noise. A boot up. Like, what is that? Boot up. Boot up. <laughs> just no enunciation. And I need some. Swaying. I need like a bouncy head. Somebody, <laughs> I need a sing along version. <laughs> Buddha, what is she saying? Oh yes, Charmaine. She's loud. I don't like her. Um, cat. She's gone. She's in L. A. Doing her best tattooing. Um, I want her to get a deep conditioner though, because her hair is fried. But from that's... all of that blonde. <laughs> I mean, oh. it is it. I feel like it oh. sounds like construction paper. You oh can hear girl. it in the microphone. When you she... don't need all of that blonde in your hair. I mean, I just feel like it's really challenging. As someone who has blonde hair now, it's right. hard to have healthy blonde hair that's But you long. do it in a way in which it works. I try. Paratu. And I, I'm very adamant. Even though I got about five minutes worth of hair on my head, I'm very heavy yes. in the deep conditioning. See? I take care of it. It doesn't look dry. Her hair looks like... I, it looks and sounds like construction paper. <laughs> because why do we hear that? This rubbing. I'm like, is that her hair going against her shirt like that, girl? <laughs> so so you need cat. a protein treatment. I don't know where she's been, but she's not here. That's okay. Um, she had relations with Ryan at one point. That's and, where she went wrong. And that's where she went wrong. That's where all the drama has started. And then there is Charmaine's cousin. I don't even know what her name is. Me neither. D something. Danielle. Danielle. Is that what Danielle. it is? Danielle. Okay. Danielle is now engaged to her... Um, I don't know. He looks like his name is Tim. It's I, not. Is it Tim? I have an opinion about him that I'm not going to say because it's I problematic. Think zest. I don't. I didn't think Zest. I thought something else. But mm. I just like. I was like. I just don't know if he's if he's like totally here with us. But I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. Um. So there's him, and then there's stripper, the stripper Velvet. Oh, Velvet. Uh. So we'll get to her. Because oh, they are all tied into a storyline together. And then there's Bruno Mars, a.k.a. <laughs> Conk Castula, a.k.a. whatever else you Ryan. want to call him. Ryan. <laughs> who proves to be, who proves to live up to his he name. epitomizes all of the trash qualities that most Ryans possess. Yes. Lying. Really. Like, and just being like a perpetual victim. Mm-hmm. Just, just. Um, tr- lack oh. of acknowledge, uh, ign- um, lack of, of self. Um, it's just. Bless his Lack of self awareness. He whines. He has tantrums. He whines. He has a perm. Like, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he doesn't have a perm. <laughs> I don't know what the girls are doing with these curly froze. I don't know. He looks like the new Superfly, and I don't like it. Um. So anyway, that's and his little, his tattoo. Glasses. Oh, and Don. Oh, Don. But we can't forget about four. Who got a bag and fixed his teeth? Four and got a bag. Got I, a bag and fixed his teeth. Listen, hoes know it ain't cheap. Listen, <laughs> the very first episode of this season, I was at home when I tell you before I came on the screen and I sat up in my seat <laughs> like, oh, four got good. a new grill. Morning, four. Hello, hey, <laughs> I'm Kia, four's girlfriend. 
I like her. I do too. I like her. <laughs> I thought I didn't, but I, I do. She irritates me <laughs> yeah. for the reasons that I feel like I would irritate myself. When she came <laughs> to the studio and rapped, I said, "Well, that's just something I would do." Just, when she threw that, when she threw them, them 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 tricks in that nigga's face, she's like, "And you gotta go to LA." <laughs> Everybody you know that Jay just beat me with some Sour Patch Kids. Some Sour Rolls. I think I have a welt. He got me. I'm a casualty. Oh they did <laughs> I thought I had it the other direction. She hit me screen. Oh my God, my stomach. It hit me like right here. And it hurt. I was like, ah! oh my God. I threw the candy she like threw she threw the, the cereal. She threw the cereal. Oh my God. I just felt like it was completely unreasonable, something that I could see myself doing. Yes. Nigga, you said you. Good. What? What? I'm sorry. But yes, I like her. I don't want to like her, but here but we I are. But I do. We, I'm here sorry. we are. And she, and her body, I think her body's natural. And I love it. And I'm here for it. Yeah. She be out here with all her thighs, saving listen, lives. Listen. Like, I love it. I'm listen. here for every bit of it. What do you think about Ryan's girlfriend? I don't dislike her. I think I, I like her. I feel like she grounds him in a way. I do. I want, her, I want to see him get her to get him together. Yes. Like, I know she does. Like, I, want I feel her to like be she real, has real to. with him. Yes. As yeah. someone who's been in a relationship with Ryan, or with Ryan before, Ooh. I know what that burden is like. You know, yeah. you be having to you be having to carry them niggas. And she got a child with him, so she's there. Does she? Oh, okay. Two, yeah, yeah. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Mm. Something in between. Yes. Um, I, I feel like, like her, we want to see more of that on the air. I want her to be like, she got to get him together. I agree. More, I agree. And don't don't um promote his bad behavior. <laughs> don't but don't, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. No. Um, so yes. So that's just a little that's the list of characters. Yes, indeed. Uh and then there's Ashley Don's baby mama. Wife. Wife. <laughs> You're right. Yes, they are married. They got married yes, in the Dominican indeed. Republic the night after he had sex with a stripper. Absolutely. Let's not forget that very important detail. Yes. Mm -hmm. The night after he had sex with a stripper. (laughs) And then also um, a season after he had a child with somebody else that popped up at the coffee shop with the child. Okay. Well, we don't have to get into all the details of the show. We can just kind of cover the major highlights um, of this week's episode. Yes. Velvet, uh, you know, came forth with the information that she had been communicating uh, in more ways than one. To Lily. All right. Uh, with uh, Danielle's fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they went to the Chicago tattoo show mm-hmm. and saw that Ryan was there with a whole new 9-Mac team. Yes. Which was interesting. That was interesting. And Van had his Chicago Rilla fashion show. Yes, which actually looked like a pretty legit little situation. It was a little Project Runway-esque. I, I was, was like, it. it's no Sheba Sheree. It's no Sheba Sheree. I was proud. Fashions. I was Look fashion. at all the fashions. It was a fashion show with fashions. Look at that. <laughs> How dreadful. Um, But yeah, at, at Van's uh, fashion show, Don was confronted by Snapchat woman or Snapchat lady. <laughs> yes. So uh, the young lady... Perfect. Yes. The young lady that Don was uh, cheating on his wife with... Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know everyone found out via Snapchat because he posted a video yeah, of, on the, his Snapchat. of the young lady mm-hmm. uh, providing her services mm-hmm. on the Snapchat, yep. and uh, you know that's how we all found out about that. She is now pregnant and alleging that Don is the father. She confronted Don, mm-hmm. 
at the fashion show, and he kind of got her together in a way that I appreciated. I didn't expect. I didn't well, expect. Even though I don't want to advocate for Dom because he is still he's still trash, world class number one fuckboy, without question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though four has the fuckboy haircut, Dom actually is. Yes. The fuck yes. Boy. Correct. 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 But you know, that's but I'm excited to see uh, this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know um, where things are going to go as far as. Um, the confrontation that Van and Ryan had at the, at the tattoo show or other things, um, specifically Ryan asking your boy to come back and manage oh, the show. Yes. I also want to know new nine mag. I, I, I just I feel like I feel like if my nigga cheated on me with a stripper named Velvet mm. with a face piercing, <laughs> like I would kill him. I think that's where I would end up. Hmm. Like they put me on a new reality show that's filmed in the prison because I can't get by you. Like you can't cheat on me with a girl. But Danielle's, I don't feel like Danielle's going to take him back, but I can't say that I would be surprised if she does. I would be surprised if she took him back. The girls want to be married by by any means. Oh, God. A stripper that you going to cheat on me with that girl? Oh, just, oh. Anyway, that's our little Blacking Crew Chicago recap. Weigh in with your thoughts. Um, We spent most of it trying to explain the characters to those who do not know. Please go back and watch season one and two if you can find it on the apps. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we will get into more of the recaps next week. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Let's get into some more trash. The BET Awards, which we watched together. It was a good time. What were some highlights for you, sis? The Anita Baker tribute. Number one. That's all. First That's really all I was there for. That was the highlight. That was, because uh, I'm washed. I don't know who any of those other people were um, performing. I knew them. Like, you know, okay, you guys had to kind of let me know who they were. We did. But, um, Anita Baker tribute. Shout out to uh, Lettucey. Uh, shout out to Marsha and Big Knees. Marsha and Big Knees really um, got up there and did her thing. She did her thing, and we cannot, we would be totally remiss in not acknowledging Yolanda Adams. Yolanda Adams got up there and sang with all of the 250 teeth I in her head. Lived. Every, like, she took the power from each she tooth and put it into those vocals. And y'all know how I feel about You Bring Me Joy. Um, so, <laughs> BT did not necessarily nail it. I compiled a list of people who I thought would be adequate they for didn't the. Listen. For the tribute, they did not listen. We did not need Jamie Foxx. We did not to need start Jamie Foxx. Tri- I felt like we should have had Tamia because you know oh! Anita Baker introduced Tamia and Grant Hill. Um, she's responsible for their union. Oh, yes, indeed. And uh, y'all, how did y'all not bring Tamia? And there is no tribute to Anita Baker without Layla Hathaway singing "Angel." Yeah. Fight me. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so yeah. those are just a few things. Yeah. I had some other names. I would have liked to see Regina Bell be a part. I would have loved to I would have Regina loved Bell to see Regina Bell be a part. And I could have used a little Fantasia because, I mean, a little growl. You know, you know, we did say last night we were ready to see Fantasia you know, take her shoes you off. You know, I mean, no tribute is complete with Fanny's hollering and screaming. Without Fanny's hollering and screaming. I just don't care. You can be mad about it if you want to. I want I her barefoot care. antics. Absolutely. I want them. Absolutely. And I also could have had a little Jasmine Sullivan thrown into the mix as well. I can always use a little jazz. Absolutely. I love jazz. But, you know, uh, be that as it may, we got a tribute, and I felt like it was sufficient. I felt like they did a decent job. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm, not upset mm-hmm, when I walked mm-hmm. away. Absolutely not. Um, Auntie Anita was happy, Absolutely. and that's what matters the most. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just about d- undone when Yolanda got up Ooh, there. Because she had to take her seat. She I, had too, to. had to take mine. Same. Woo! I had to give it to her. My God. I had to give it to her. Thank Even you. Even Quavo. 
Quavo got saved. Quavo was saved <laughs> in those two minutes. <laughs> Yolanda started singing. You just heard, you saw him mouth. He was like, wow. I was like, receive your salvation right now, Quavo. Lift your hands. Yes. Lift your hands. Quavius. Yes. Get your life. I mean, honestly. But uh, yeah, that was really the highlight for me. Everything yeah. else is just kind of running together. It's a blur. I wasn't mad at the BET Awards. I don't feel like I was offended by them. Jamie Foxx is old. He's, he's such an <laughs> uncle now. He's Uncle he's Jamie forever. Now. He really... He said he, young fella. He said young fella 92 times. Young fella. Um, he said it back to back too. <laughs> back to back. He kept calling everybody a young fella, young man, all these things. And he completely... Hosted the show in Pele Pele and Fat Farm. And his draws. I was just like, who is listening? I can't. I don't know what's going on. Uncle Jamie is washed now, but it's fine. He's like your uncle who you have to laugh at and roll Embarrassing your eyes at the Embarrassing everyone. Same time. Calling Michael, uh, Michael B. Jordan and um, Childish Gambino on the stage. He called Miguel Youngfella. He call, but he kept, he kept calling people. It was, oh, yeah. He called people up. Come up. I know you're not supposed to do this right that now. Donald, Come and do this. That Donald Glover moment was the most awkward. awkward. I couldn't oh, deal. Oh, my God. I just want him to get somewhere and sit down. I really And did. I felt like the production was having a meltdown in the room because <laughs> everything on the teleprompter, he totally disregarded. <laughs> and I just would have been like... He said it too. He was like, they want me to read off the thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Zooted. He was zooted. So that, uh, I felt like he was drunk off of his ass and he was very zooted and I was here for it. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Minaj, uh, mm-hmm. as Crystal likes to call her. <laughs> um, mm. That's really all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yo Gotti. AKA Thumb got up there with without his neck per usual in a silk mm-hmm. $100 red print two piece outfit, some church socks, and some church shoes. It was a mess. It was a mess. Some church socks and church shoes. And do, don't you know that Asante came in when we watched this the second round and said, I want that outfit? I know he did. <laughs> Not surprised at all. <laughs> Not at all. Mm-mm. The Migos bored everybody to death, even though I do love the Migos music. They're just they didn't not bore Yolanda Adams. They didn't bore Yolanda Adams. <laughs> Shout out to my Auntie Yolo. She was in the kitchen whipping her <laughs> wrist as well. She's like, in the kitchen? With the stir fry. <laughs> I was like, know these lyrics, mother? She's like, dance with my dogs in the nighttime. <laughs> Trap nigga got the chicken like Popeye. With the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> In the kitchen, ripping whist. All 300 teeth showing whipping, while she's rapping. Whipping wrist. I was like, go ahead, Yolo. With the stir fry. With the stir fry. <laughs> she was having an awesome time. She was having a I blast. lived. Deacon Snoop. Oh, yes. Got up there and did a couple tracks off the album, which I heard. And I, I didn't like think it. it was bad. <laughs> I, I'm a fan. I didn't think it. It is streaming in my Apple When music. I first heard it, I was when I first heard about it, I was like, what? And then I heard it and I said, well... Well, this is all right. It is. This ain't too bad. I'm not mad. Um, Janelle Monet got Listen, up there. <laughs> got up lesbianics. There. Love it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Be a lesbian sis. I am here for it. <laughs> through and through. I support 100%. We know. But I was cracking up when Erica Badu got on her Instagram oh, and God. said, to my 20, happy pride month. She was like, she calls Janelle Monet her 20. Wow. She was like, I had to find out. I don't know. I guess, I guess that's an inside thing for them. Okay. And she was like, I had to find out through the internet. She's like, so I guess that means you ain't attracted to me. I'm not your type. Girl. She's like, but it's fine. Happy Pride Month to my 20. You gay. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Auntie Erica is an idiot. But you can tell it was all love and it was all support. And I'm all the way here for Janelle coming out and just living out of the closet. She's my my girl's living on the lawn, and I'm I love it. Um, and then Meek Mills gave us uh, some more visuals that we just did not need. It was heavy. Yeah, he could have done that at like the Grammys, but, nigga, but just we just like, don't need to see it. Nigga, make a YouTube video. Yeah, <laughs> we just, it's not for black people make to see that. We see enough video of it. And send it to the white folks. But I really. get it. You, it's your story, it's your journey. You know what I'm saying? Vroom, it was a lot. Um, Kanye West is backpedaling and saying that he did not say slavery was a choice. But we all heard it. We all heard it with our own earballs. Yes, we did. So and saw it with our eyeballs. Thank like, you, TMZ.com. Thank you so much. And saw Van get him together right afterwards. Listen. So I don't know how he's trying to convince, but um, we got yeah. to pray. We have to pray for him because there's there's clearly something wrong. The Bobby Brown story is coming out. Whitney Houston's gonna be played by uh, Janae from the game. Janae from the game. Baby mama. Derwin's baby mama. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think that's who I saw in that preview. Um, are you going to be watching? Mm. I know. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel. I don't know. I feel like it'll make for a good uh, a good night of fun with Black Twitter. Maybe like a good hour and a half. Yeah. I feel like it will probably wear me. I'll probably try to watch it, but I feel like it will get on my nerves. If they put as many commercials as they did for that new edition movie, Listen, they then I'm to not going to get bills. through it. And I just thought it's going to be a two-night Oh, And I'm no. like, Bobby Brown don't have that much story to tell. Yeah, but Bobby Brown thinks he does. Bobby Brown is Bobby Brown's biggest fan. Bobby Brown's the original Dylon. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Dylon and Dylon. He's like, who are the best singers in New Edition? Bobby, 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 and Bobby. <laughs> so, Remember when Jamie Foxx's uh, stand-up, when she used to make fun of how Whitney be like, Bobby Brown, the king of R&B. <laughs> and then he's like... <laughs> He'd be like, ribs and barbecue. <laughs> Rocks and blunts. <laughs> Bobby Brown ain't no king of no R&B. <laughs> Rocks and blunts. He said ribs and barbecue. Ribs and, barbecue. and that nigga made a barbecue for him. I said, J.P. Fox is a prophet. <laughs> he told y'all years ago. said that nigga was the king of ribs Ooh. and barbecue. I might need security. Is, is I might still go home funny. and watch it tonight. He's like, Honeyway, Honeyway, Honeyway. Africa. That's still such a good stand up. Y'all got to go watch it. It's funny as hell. Oh, so good. And then last on the trash list, Permit Patty. Oh, God. Not to be confused with Peppermint Patty. No, because we stand for her. Yeah, we do. This Permit Patty, though, is is probably worse. I don't even know what her real name is. I don't care what her real name is. But yeah, that's that white lady, disgruntled a white woman who called the police on a young, entrepreneurial, enterprising, ambitious eight-year-old girl who is out there slinging some water eight! so that she can take her, so she she can go to Disneyland. Um, I think that I saw on um, The Shade Room earlier today that she'd been interviewed by her... Uh, I guess the news in her local city. She's talking about how she's been attacked since this video has gone viral. Good. And she's gotten all of these, you know, incendiary tweets and Good. threatening messages. Good. And all of this rigmarole, child. And um, yeah, so she is, you know, knee deep in her feelings. She just doesn't Good. understand why people are feeling this way. And she wishes she would have handled the situation differently and all these other things. So, I mean, all I will say. 
and have said is that I can't wait to troll the first batch of white children I see selling Girl Scout cookies <laughs> or lemonade Christmas wrap. I want to troll that lady. Actually, I mean, honestly, I want to troll. But her you know that she's a drug dealer. Forever. Like she, she makes. Uh, like she, her, she owns a business that does like a medicinal marijuana for pets. <laughs> Sit with that. Just let that rest with your spirit for a moment. You know, and ev- evidently, a lot of her clientele has, you know, already posted on social media that they no longer will be. I'm no longer going to purchase weed cookies I from actually, my puppy. My puppy will <laughs> actually have to get his weed brownies from another person because I because cannot. This is disgusting. I'm trying to figure out. I don't want. But just get into the irony of that, though. Like a white woman who you actually make... deals drugs. You. Make... No. <laughs> Not she deals that. drugs. You know I don't consider that drugs. But you are an animal. You you make edibles for animals. Right. And you are you gonna tell me? Right. She you can... gonna call the police because an eight year old girl don't listen, have a permit? Listen, listen. I hope they troll her house. I hope she ends up eating a dog food right along with those so dogs. So much iron. She in never the comes knees. outside again. Mad you know iron. What I'm in saying the knees. like, go away forever. We don't need your kind out here. A white woman who actually. Where does she live again? I don't know. It's on. It doesn't even matter. She, um, white woman. She sells drugs or sells marijuana for a living, and called the police. Called the girl police for not having a permit on a young a young woman who was literally just trying to get some money to so just earn some extra to money. to go to Disneyland to go to Disneyland. But in good news, someone learned that the that's what the little girl was selling water for, and they bought her and her family four tickets to Disneyland. Good. Good. Because people are quality people. Because are, people are, 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 are amazing. quality people. Except out there. for pep, except for you, permit Patty. Terrible. You know, I just I really hope you end up eating your dogs. Like I hope that's how hard people shame you into your house and you never want to come outside again with your trash ass. We just want to party. Party just for fun. We just want to party. Party just for y'all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Uh, let's move on to the graduation announcements. Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be hard to get all the nutrients your body needs for long-term health. Care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients that are personally tailored to your exact needs. Their fun online quiz, which asks about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, makes it easy to figure out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need in just a few minutes. No more worrying about replacing multiple bottles when you run out because their subscription box includes a 30-day supply of individually wrapped packets for easy grab-and-go, all for about 20% less than similar brands at local drug and health food stores. So I filled out my um, quiz, Mm -hmm. and I found out that I needed, you know, the biotin to keep my hair popping, my skin popping. I got to get the the chondroitin for my joints, and I had to get, you know, um, the vitamin B12 for my metabolism so I could be out here stutting on these hoes. And, you know, just like I said, they sent me my vitamins every month. To keep me on and popping. And when I traveled, I was able to grab my little packet and just put it in my suitcase. Yes, no more fooling with all those thousands of bottles in your bag. It's what's up. Looking like grandmama. Too much. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter GROWN. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter the code GROWN for 25% off your first month of personalized vitamins. My sister's popping right now, like. All right, praise the Lord, niggas. It's time for these here graduation announcements. Is this the last one? I think this is the last one. 
It's, yeah. Yeah. This is the last this one. This is the last one. So shout out to all of you who have submitted an announcement for this graduation season. We're going to get into this week's and we're going to move expeditiously. Yeah. All right. Uh, the first email reads, hi, ladies. I have to say I absolutely love the show and all the positivity and love you provide us. You provide to us listeners. I am the older sister of Lucien who wrote in on your June 14th show. I had no idea they listened to the show, too. I just want to shout out my sibling. Uh, for graduating from Colgate. Lucian, I'm so proud of your accomplishments and you finding your individuality. The greatest part about being your older sister is watching you grow into this amazing person. I know the last few years have been very hard, but you made it and you will continue to make it. We have survived so much together and I will always support you. I know mom is so proud of you and I love you forever. And that comes from Ashley McLean. Congrats, Lucian. Absolutely, sis. Praise to the most high God niggas. My name is Brianna White, but oh. you can call me Beyonce for fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at y'all. Uh, your episode on 618 spoke to my spirit. I was debating on not sending this because it didn't feel like much of an accomplishment to me because I'm not finished yet. But I believe it was Kia that said, learn how to celebrate your wins. Yes, I did. So on May 2018, I received my associates in business administration. I am enrolled in this coming fall to finish out my bachelor's degree in business administration, focusing on human resource management and finance at University of Nebraska at Omaha. Come on. My passion is to help break the glass ceiling for people of color and corporate America. Pray my strength. You'll need it. You So much. <laughs> I, too, am trying to find proper work-life balance between having a full-time job of eight years with a part-time job and side hustle, all while being a co-owner of Oh My Sweets and Oh My Creations. When Jade said my plan isn't always to work this hard, I felt that. But you ladies at Getting Grown, keep uh, my black not being cracked. Mm -hmm. The friend zone keeps me from having a musty brain, and the read <laughs> keeps me striving towards black excellence. I love your circle of friends. They and are. finishing, I know, they're cool. And <laughs> finishing, I have to steal away time to read. But if you're looking for a good book suggestion, I've been reading Believe Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels. I have loved it so far. Thanks again, ladies, and keep doing great things. God bless you, Jade and Kia, and all the members of Team Type and Fast. Yeah. Congrats, Beyonce. You did that. <laughs> And let us know when you finish this bachelor's, man. You got to Please. wrap that up. And yes, your associates is a it is a win for it you. It is totally so a degree, sis. Don't downplay it. Don't let them take it from you. Nope. The next email says, Praise the Lord, niggas. Totally slacking on my graduation announcement, but better late than never. So here we go. My name is Tiffany, and I am proud to have graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree in communications with a concentration in public relationship public relations from the University of Cincinnati. Love y'all in the whole friend conglomerate. And may y'all continue to flourish in these streets. Blessings, Tiffany. Congrats, Tiff. Yeah, man. You did that. Our next one is from Ashley McCook. It says, blessings, melanin queens, and goddesses of team typing fast. Oh, yes. Yes. I hope all is well with you and yours. Although I've only started to listen to your podcast since the beginning of the year because of my Aggie, Agnes Scott. Oh, my cousin went to Agnes Scott. Mm -hmm. Sis Gia Barnett, you guys have really gotten me through a rough patch in my life. Since December 2017, I've had to deal with working a full-time job, going to graduate school, and deal with family illness. My father was diagnosed with prostate cancer around the holidays mm. and doing much better these days. With everything coupled together, I struggled with depression and found it difficult to deal with life, therefore causing me not to officially graduate with my in, and defend my thesis in May. 
However, I'm currently working on my thesis over the summer and will successfully defend my thesis on July 23rd to conclude my Master of Public Health Biostatistics degree on August 7th. Yes. Speaking it into existence because there's power in the tongue and no weapon against me shall prosper. Right. I eat these haters won't hold a heifer back. (laughs) Afterwards, I will be joining my significant other in the San Francisco Bay Area who upon graduating in May from Clayton State with a BBA in supply chain management. Don't Mm -hmm. ask me what that is. Just know there's a a lot of earning potential. All right. There is. Is currently working for Amazon. Hey, hey. Let me get some stuff. Secure the bag. And lastly, the cherry on top of all the blessings I just received, a job offer at Stanford University. Come on. School of Medicine as a biostatician this September. Come on. Thank you both for what you do. Words can't express how much you've helped me through this rough time. Please continue to do what you do and give us faith that we are on our way. Love you guys. Best regards, your sis, Ash. You out here. Congrats, Ash. Congrats to you. Congrats to your partner. So good. You guys are doing your thing, and I love San Francisco. It has delicious food. It's expensive as Jack's. It is. It's more expensive than New York. Right. All righty. The next email says, hello, Jaden Kia. I wanted to quickly shout out my sweet friend, Kimberly King, who graduated from the University of Houston. Go Cougars! Oh, my God. With a bachelor's (laughs) in anthropology. Uh, She minored in health. I've seen her work hard and persevere through the toughest of times to reach the stage. I'm so proud of her. Thank you. And that comes from Courtney. Ooh, this one's a lengthy one. Congrats, um, Courtney. Did that. Oh, wow. <sighs> okay, let me just... Hey, Jade and Kia. Hey. <laughs> Thanks so much for having an awesome podcast. I'm behind on listening, but I'm quickly binging and loving every second. I want to share my grad announcement from December 2017. It's never too late. Mm-mm. So in December, um, I graduated from the University of Georgia with two bachelor's degrees, one in wildlife sciences and another in forestry, as well as a certificate in water resources. The University of Georgia is a very white, southern, conservative school, and my college within the university was additionally that on an extreme level. As a black identifying biracial woman, I was often the only person of color in my classes, let alone in the entire college. It was very draining mentally and emotionally, but I was sure to make my mark during my time there by starting a diversity and inclusion committee to address issues that our college had with various identities, whether it be race, gender, sexuality, religion, disability, and so on. We also made sure to have teaching and learning events for faculty and staff so that they could become inclusive in their classrooms. Though I graduated, I made sure that the work is continued by selecting successors, and I'm happy to say that these discussions are still being had after my leaving. Thank you guys again for having such an amazing podcast that brings me so much joy, laughter, and happiness along with getting me right for adulting. I wish you both the best with your endeavors and goals. Sincerely, Sydney. Congrats, Sydney. First of all, these these degrees. Honey. <laughs> these degrees. Can you just tell me how to keep my plants alive? Did it on them. Please. And also, congrats to you for um, for bringing some inclusion into your school and bringing some awareness to that. That is really dope. Absolutely. And we also read about your awesome experience yes. working at the Yosemite National Park and all the great work that you're doing. Um, we Just know that we're really proud of you and looking forward to all your future success. Absolutely. The next email says, hi, cousins. I would love to give a shout out to my niece, Dijanae. Dijanae. All right. She graduated from Copiag. 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 Right. Okay. Copiag. Okay. That sounds right. Copiag Middle School on June 21st. And I couldn't be more proud. Our family has been going through some serious personal trauma the last few months. And Deja continued to make school her priority, finishing the year out with all A's. Yay. She amazes me with her ability to push through and achieve greatness. 
Deja Boo, I love you so much. And I can't wait for you to be the awesome woman I know you will be. Always remember you can be anything you want. Love always, Auntie Chrissy. Aw, she included some pictures oh of Dijonet. So cute. And it is adorable. And they have a beautiful black family in this head wrap. I want it. Mm-hmm. Our next one is from Shamika. Good morning, friends. My name is Shamika, and I'd like to shout out myself. Do it. In September, I'll be graduating from Trioki University of Beauty, Culture in Chicago. Yeah! And soon after, take the state board for my license. Ah. I'm excited because this is my second time attending cosmetology school, and I'm actually going to soon uh, uh, complete my 1500 hours Get it. Kia has inspired me to create my own hashtag so before this year is over I'll be a part of Team Styling Fast <laughs> <laughs> thank you love you guys and love the show well come do my hair please yes especially if you're in Chicago they they know how to do some hair in Chicago you do hair they do some hair and some nails in Chicago absolutely. congratulations Shamika that is no small feat all right Absolutely. Congratulations. Um, the next email says, Hi, Jade and Kia. First of all, love your podcast. Been listening from the first episode after hearing about y'all from the friend zone and the read. Honestly, your hey. squad sounds so supportive and hilarious, and I stand forever. Squad, 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 squad. My name is uh, Ar- Arafa? Arafa? Arafa from uh, Tanzania. And hey. I actually graduated last November after experiencing a long and painful depressive period. I was sitting in the UK, and I had come out to my mom the year before and well things just went downhill from there and I was going into my final year of my architectural course having an African mother dismiss your sexuality is one thing but having her completely reject the deterioration of your mental health was uh, gut-wrenching and besides my aunts she has been the biggest supporter in uh, academia and every endeavor I've ever attempted anyway I had to get special circumstances in order to extend my deadlines giving me time to find a therapist um, and a willing tutor to help me complete my coursework and my dissertation. And while I didn't graduate with my class, um, I managed to graduate in November, earning a 2-1 Master's of Arts and with honors in architecture. Hey. I would like to also shout out every single person who graduated later than they expected, having taken time to take care of themselves despite external pressure. An extra shout out to international students. Your mental health is important. And while connections at home may be trickier to keep strong, choosing friends that later become family is easier and just as important. My mother did not understand what I was going through, but my peers did. And without them, I honestly wouldn't have been able to complete my course, let alone move forward in this damn adult life. I know I can lean on them forever. Anyway, love and blessings to you both um, and your listeners, Arafa. Oh, Rafa. Thank you for sharing your story, sis. Absolutely. And you know we are here, and you are able to write in anytime you want to, and we're here to support you, and keep going, and you're really going to keep doing it. Absolutely. Our next one comes from Emerald. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, cousin Jade and cousin Kia. My name is Emerald. Ooh. And I'm sliding <laughs> into your inbox to celebrate and congratulate my favorite person on her graduation. My niece Kai recently commenced from kindergarten. Come and on. I cannot be more proud of her. She's my smart, beautiful, and hilarious personal dose of black excellence. Mm. And I'm so excited to watch her continue to bloom. A further shout out to my sister Alexis for being an incredible mom. Kai is moving on to a new school for first grade, and I have no doubt that she'll keep the same energy and continue slaying pedagogy. <laughs> Pedagogically. Pedagogically. (laughs) I think I'm Tyra. I will certainly be cheering (laughs) her on, seeing a lot of fast typing her future. Dynamism? Is it dynamism? Dynamism? Oh, Oh, not dynamism. Bless her heart. Thank you, too, for providing this space to celebrate ourselves and each other. And she included... 
some pictures of Kai. Y'all. She's adorable. These puffs and this little smile. And this pose with these lemon pants. So perfect. I stand. Congrats, Kai. And, and oh, your journey's about to be so amazing because you're beautiful. I can tell you're beautiful on the inside. So good. Um, hello, Jane and Kia. I've been living... Loving the podcast since the beginning, and I'm in the 40-plus crowd. Hey. I'm so excited to get my baby girl in the graduation announcements. My sunshine girl, Michaela Elizabeth Smith Waller, completed the eighth grade on June the 4th. Hashtag no wrinkle regalia. Amen. She works very hard for every academic success she's uh, achieved, and I'm very proud of her. Actually, let me not be selfish. All of her family is proud of her, but I will get to witness all of it up close and personal. In addition to her academics, she is a dancer on the competition company team, and her talents are growing by leaps and bounds. She was accepted to her top choice high school and has already made the varsity dance team. Yes. I'm so proud of her, and while I'm encouraging her love of dance, I am also continuing to foster her ability to be a part of Team Typing Fast. Pray for us, y'all. Just a couple of pictures of her are attached um, because I love her so. Keep on doing what you love, ladies. Um, and that's coming from Michelle Waller. Yes, niece. Yes, indeed. Come on. And she's got on age-appropriate shoes. Yeah. Like, I'm here for all of this beautiful blackness. She's very talented. She is talented. Congratulations, Blue. Michaela. Yes. Our next one says, Hi, Jade and Kia. My name's Aja, and I just want to shout out my baby girl, Trinity Cooper. Oh, I can't. Oh, my God. She graduated June 11th from preschool. She's gotten multiple awards over the past year for being helpful and kind to her classmates and being the bright, shining star she is. Baby girl, you're going to do amazing things, and mommy will always be right there with you. It. We'll probably end up graduating college together. I love the podcast, and it was I was at the live show. I drove it from Hampton Yay. and had to make the three-hour drive back home right after to take Aww. baby girl to a Disney live show in Norfolk. Oh my God, thank Aja, you. thank you for writing in and your baby girl is the most precious. Look at this smile. Uh, adorable. I love all the puffs. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, the next email says, hey, play cousins, Jade and Kia. Longtime listener here. Hashtag all Ryans are trash. Amen. Be a witness. Thank you for the weekly laughs and thank you for your transparency when it comes to approaching adult problems. I'm shouting out my damn self today. Amen. May 20th, 2018, I graduated from the George Washington University School of Public Health with my Master's of Public Health concentration in Global Health, Epidemiology, and Disease Control. Next month, I'll be starting my next journey as a member of the incoming class of Howard University College of Medicine. I strive to one day become a competent and compassionate minority in medicine. Thank you again. All the best. Chioma. Thank you for the pictures, Chioma. So cute. Let me have his dress. I like it as well. Thank you. <laughs> Our next one says, Greetings, Jade and Kia. I'd like to give a shout out to my little sister, Trinity, for graduating high school on June 3rd, 2018. Hey. She'll be continuing her education at Cleveland State University this fall. I'd also like to shout out myself for obtaining my bachelor's degree in multidisciplinary studies with the okay. focus in speech, language, pathology, and psychology on May 12th, 2018 from the University of Akron. Hey. The most important shout-outs goes to my very strong, beautiful, single mother for pushing us both through it all. Love it. Love, Destiny. And she included some pictures of her and Trinity in their two gorgeous black girls with some pretty ass skin. Goodness gracious. Love it. Congratulations, guys. Yes. The very last graduation announcement. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Uh, it says, praise the Lord, my nigga, my nigga. <laughs> Thank you for beginning this getting grown journey. I'm 23 years old, and this podcast has really influenced how I navigate life. It's honestly, truly a breath of fresh air. Honestly, oh, truly. Really? 
I'd like to give big ups to the following. My big sister, Nina Clinton, for graduating in May 2018 with her associates in social work. She will continue at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee for her bachelor's in psychology. Secondly, to my niece, Takayla Clinton, for her May 2018 graduation from Trinity High School in Trinity, Texas. This fall, she will be going to TSU to major in psychology while working on her cosmetology license. And finally, to myself, Ever Clinton, uh, like the word, (laughs) for getting a Bachelor's of Science in Architecture, a minor in French Studies, and a Certificate in Urban Design from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Yes. This fall, I'm going to Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, to pursue a professional Master's in Architecture with a focus on social sustainability within the built environment. I'm so proud of my big sissy poo and my niece for accomplishing their goals. It was a beautiful thing to witness. Please have a beautiful day, ladies. Sincerely, Ever Clinton. Congratulations, Ever and Nina and Tequila. Yeah, man. And we said that was the last one, but we got one more. Oh, my bad. We got one more. Drum roll out this beat. Noah graduated oh, from pre-K. ASAP Noah. ASAP Noah. Uh, the trappiest, <laughs> the trappiest uh, pre-K going into kindergarten um, kid that has ever existed. She's 65 years old she on the is. inside. She is. And I'm super proud of her. She was picked um, to do the gra- the graduation welcome speech for her class because she did niece. so good with That's the Maya Angelou poem. And um, I'm so excited and so proud of her. And I posted her little graduation pictures. She cracks me up. She's my favorite. And she's just going to do things. She's getting ready to go to private school. Come on. In the fall. So we just want to, you know, we just we just got to shout out our little Noah. We got to shout out ASAP Noah. ASAP Noah. Because she deserves. She works hard and she plays harder. <laughs> so I love you, Shinooka. I love you, Cookie. I love you, Noah. All the auntie and her birthday. Noah's gonna be five this week too. Yeah, man. On Thursday, Noah is going to be five years old. So, um, I officially have a kid, man. Happy birthday! I have a kid. We're gonna be wrinkling in time. That's right. We are going to be wrinkling in time. (laughs) (laughs) Mad flowers. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So much fun. All right. Well, that is our graduation announcements for the year. For the year, we're gonna do them in December. I guess we could, yeah. We'll just keep them light for December. We yeah. won't go the whole month. But yeah, happy graduations and congratulations to all of our graduates. If you graduated yes. from anything from pre-K to the PhD, we celebrate you here on Getting Grown. Thank, Thank y'all you. for your patience. I know that the segments can get a little lengthy. Yes. But uh, I will try to include the timestamps as I always do. Um, but we think it's really important to help everyone celebrate because you have to celebrate your wins man you, you to. got to every single one and everybody doesn't have people to celebrate them so absolutely. you got to celebrate everybody here. absolutely 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 and i know what it's like i got 511 degrees so i know what it's like mm-hmm. to persevere and get mm-hmm. you know to the end so i just feel like we everybody deserves a dap they do let me everybody borrow deserves one. a dap you can let yeah which one, one you want i don't know let me think about it all right um so yes congratulations to all of our graduates uh, start sending your regular shout outs yeah, back man. to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. Your entrepreneurial endeavors, your businesses, your nonprofit organizations, your community yes. efforts and initiatives. If y'all want to let us know what's going on, we'll shout you out on the show. Shout out to all of the, some of the vendors who have sent us things so far. Yeah, man. Zen in a Jar. Yeah, man. Um, 
oh, uh, sage, Tindris and sage. Tindris and sage. That damn that soap. soap. So good. That soap smells so damn good. So good. <laughs> I just got a candle. Where did, who did my candle come from? I posted it. I can't remember. But anyway, we're going we're gonna to make sure that we recap all of our shout outs from before and you guys continue to send your shout outs to us so that we can get you on out there. Sure Let's right. move on to the kitchen table talk. Let's do it right now. Right this second. Okay. We care about the ingredients in our food and beauty products. Why shouldn't the same be true for our feminine products and sexual health care products? True. They all go inside of you. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Made with organic cotton, Lola's line of period products are 100% natural and 100% easy to feel good about. And to make your month a little easier, Lola offers a fully customizable period product subscription that lets you choose your ideal of mixed products, absorbency, and frequency of delivery. Mm. Choose from organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, or add a box of each. Mm -hmm. It's super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. And now Lola even offers sex products, including condoms, cleansing wipes, and a personal lubricant that are all gynecologist approved and specifically formulated to help maintain vaginal pH. Very important. Very important. Very important. important. Available for one-off purchase or add to your period subscription. Plus, for every purchase made, (laughs) Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. I personally love Lola because I got a very discreet box straight to my front door. The penny liners are mad thin. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it. The box is super discreet. No diaper city. I don't feel like I'm leaving the hospital. (laughs) For 40% off your order, visit mylola.com and enter GROWN to get started. That's it. That's mylola.com and enter G-R-O-W-N for 40% off. That's a lot. 40%? 40%. Um, all right. So we're back at the kitchen table. Jade and I just had some Chick-fil-A. Yeah, we did. Shout out to uh, that good Christian chicken. Shout out to that good uh, protest going on outside of the Chick-fil-A. Oh, they mad? They- <laughs> yes. So the um, Chick-fil-A down here in the financial district um, apparently did not use union workers to build oh. the Chick-fil-A. And so... They have this like big ass inflated rat outside the oh. Chick Fil A with a po- with a thing on it. They're using the rat to get the attention to let you know that they didn't use the union workers for the Chick Fil A. <sighs> yeah, I felt bad. I felt bad. I was like, damn. You know, I support the union. I support the union workers. I would also like a number one, <laughs> large with a lemonade, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's with terrible. Chick Fil A sauce. Please. And some Polynesian. <laughs> Give me fresh fries and light ice. I want my fries hot. <laughs> I want ice. them hot. Thank you. Sorry, but I'm yeah. sorry, y'all. You got to pick your politics. Yeah, I mean, I understand. It's problematic. I get it. I stand behind it and I understand. I, I have union worker friends. Um, and I think it's fucked up. And I just really hope that, you know, they fix it. Look for the union lane. I still got an eight count nugget in here. Listen, though. it's gonna be had. <laughs> it's gonna be had today. Sorry. Uh, all right, so uh, we're gonna talk about regrets today. Yes. Because being an adult is all about doing a bunch of stuff that you wish you had never ever done. And learning from the so you and don't do it again. Learning from those mistakes. So Jade and I, we're not gonna. We're not. We don't have anything. Uh, extra deep or philosophical to share. We're just going to give you guys some insight into some of the dumb things that we've done. Yeah. So you want to start this? <laughs> <laughs> we have some, you know, we got some some discussions, some serious ones on there. But, serious ones. But uh, you know, I will just... start off with some trashy ones. I have some trash all up and through here. So oh. 
My first and f- first and foremost regret. I regret this Japanese jade tattoo that I got. <laughs> with that, with that, with that. Next to my crotch. Oh, good morning. <laughs> good night. Good morning. <laughs> oh, what that say? It's like, it's here. Are you sure that it says jade? Have I'm you positive. confirmed? Okay. I did. I knew what I was getting. Like, I absolutely knew what I was getting, but I it's still like, me. why would you, why? Right. For what? It says salt, pepper, ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> says extra mumbo sauce. <laughs> I want my chicken wings fried hard for pepper ketchup. You know what I'm saying? All in that one little simple. <laughs> I'm, oh it's some fresh fries. You know what? I have never gotten a tattoo. And I th- almost did though. And now I can say that I'm so glad. And this is what has given me pause about getting tattoos in the future. Me and my brother used to talk about this all the time. Because how like... I, when I was like 17 years old, I was mm-hmm. dead set on getting a tattoo. Oh, no, and I was going to get Winnie the Pooh. Could I believe you imagine? that. imagine? That would have been the most horrible thing i I told ever you about done. the girl with the Tweety tattoo I worked with, right? No. This girl I used to work with when I used to bartend in college, she came through to the restaurant with this big yellow Tweety <laughs> bird. And also her name above her back. Yeah. Really big above her back. And I said, well, why? Did you put your name above your your back? She was like, because when a nigga's hitting it from the back, I want him to remember. I said, well, girl, if he's... If if he hitting you... If y'all are intimate, (laughs) shouldn't he know your name? (laughs) Does he need a flashcard? Right. He has one right there on her big yellow back. Um, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, we got to like think through things, right? Because you have to think through things. And I'm just so glad that whatever, ever... Stopped me in that moment, did. I'm just going to say it was the Holy Ghost. I'm glad mine's next to my crotch. So nobody's going to see that but my husband. (laughs) I also, one of the things I also, this is one of the things, another thing I tried to do, it would be a regret, but the Lord also blocked it. God be looking out. He be like, let me just get Kia. I'm just just going to put Kia right here. Just scoot her over. She don't know what she's doing. I know where this is going. I almost got my tongue pierced. I did get my tongue pierced. I went (laughs) to the man. See, you know, Uh, my tongue is not long. I didn't think it was particularly short, but evidently it is. Because when I went, the man Let was see. just... No, stick it all the way out. That's it. No, like... Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't. Wait, go. I, I don't, don't have, have, I don't have <laughs> that much. Wait, it really only... That's it, Jay. It looks like you just went... Mm. That's what I did. <laughs> what? I'm feeling judged. Let me see again. I did. <laughs> I'm not doing it no more because you made me embarrassed. I don't. Why are you embarrassed? That's your fault. You got a short tongue. It's not. But the man said I couldn't get that. Well, that was God. God did that. He blessed you. Really? <laughs> That's all I got. Wow. Yeah. Jay stuck her tongue out and licked her chest. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I have a cardi tongue. I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> like... I don't have it. I just, I just got a little bit. That's all right. That's that. But the that man was, was like, yeah. he was like, stick your tongue out. I was like, I did. That's all I got. He was like, you can't get no tongue ring. I'm about to take your whole life. I was like, I was like bro, don't kill me, please. Like Let me just mouth. get up and go. <laughs> like, I will actually not meant for me. collect my things. God and truly I would, blocked that. God was like, you know what? Uh-uh. Let me get the key out of here. He knew she when he made know. you. He, he said, like, no, give her a short tongue. That's not <laughs> She gonna be out here making horrible decisions. <laughs> That's why I say the Lord didn't give me no titties. 
Oh, we know why. Listen, <laughs> we know. if he would have gave me boobs and a butt, oh no, course of my life would have been a totally different direction. Same, <laughs> same. I didn't get these D's till I had a baby. <laughs> Oh, but for the grace of God. <laughs> there would be no student loans. My Jesus. <laughs> Bills paid, honey. Bills Houses paid. Houses bought. Traveling. <laughs> Instagram, honey, life. Listen here. Don't. Listen here. You know what he was doing. The Lord is wise in all of his ways. He added an extra inch and a half on each side of my love handles Listen. and said, you are not going to be a bad bitch. Listen. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. A yeah, tongue yeah, yeah. ring. Which I did. So that's a regret. How long did you have it? Literally for like a weekend. Okay. Or like a week. So you was week. talking with that stupid swollen tongue? With that big swollen yeah, 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 tongue. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, shit, yeah, shit, shit. You know how I feel about my food. And when and you I couldn't realized, eat. I said, I don't I'm taking this crap this out. I can't me. even have this no chicken. And my mother would have had a fit. Like, it was just a whole to do. My mother probably would have peeled my whole muffin cap back blue. My mother has done that a few times. Yeah. And she's also punched me in my chest. I feel like there's like a permanent cave <laughs> right here. My mom has punched me in my chest as well. What's my next regret? Eating weed and drinking Everclear in New Orleans. Eating weed? So. <laughs> Wait. Like actually chewing it? Yes. <laughs> when I was a child, I did childish things. Oh, that's what the Bible says. <laughs> but, X, wait a minute. All the time. So in a dare, like an asshole. Oh man! I guess I was very young. All of these are in the Ute. Um, <laughs> my Ute. I my homeboy was like, I, like, have you ever eaten weed? He's like, I bet you get real high. So this is like pre like y'all was high flowing edibles time. Y'all was saying? high while you having this conversation. Evidently. Clearly, yes, Damn. we were. Okay, and he put some in some applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> what was that supposed to do? And then he put some in a little Debbie's. <laughs> he took one of the little Debbie's, like Swiss rolls. <laughs> and he rolled, he literally sprinkled the weed on the little Debbie's. I think it was and in the kitchen with like wrist. With the stir fry. He was fry. in the kitchen whipping wrist with the stir fry. He make this weed. So he was like, eat this little Debbie's and eat this applesauce. And we were already drinking daiquiris with Everclear in it. That and probably nigga, tasted disgusting. I woke disgusting. up on another homeboy's grandmother's garage floor. Oh, God. I didn't know where I was. I was somewhere deep in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> you have, look at it. You have traumatized Our Chris. poor engineer, Chris. <laughs> His mouth is Chris a jar, like, honey. I did. I a gate. On a garage floor. Like, it's a good thing I was with people who like I felt safe with. It's like a Law and Order episode. <laughs> it, if I was with a different kind of nigga, it would have been. Jesus Christ. It would have been. But that is a huge regret. I would imagine so. Yeah. What you got? Oh, man. So what, uh, rah, 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 um, I said nothing, nothing, everything pales in comparison to you eating meat. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, I said try to get my tongue pierced. Oh, Nick Cannon. Oh, let's get into that part <sighs> of the show. <sighs> Kia and I have some, some peen regrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, all right, all right. Nick Cannon. I was at Universal Studios in 2001. It's a young lass. I just graduated from uh, high school. Um, this is the summer. Maybe it was 2000. Yeah, it was the summer 2000, not 2001. Okay. So um, I was about to go to college. Mm -hmm. My family and I went to Universal Studios as we were leaving. Nick Cannon was standing in the front of Universal Studios. He was like, studios. He was like filming yep. something. 
And I walked past, I was with my mom. <laughs> and I saw him like looking at me. But you know how you be like, you don't want mm-hmm. them to see you looking at them looking. So you be kind of like trying to like play it like. But you know how you like turn around like Loretta Devine and um <laughs> and waiting to excel. You be like, hey, I hope you're not watching me walk away. <laughs> so I turned around and he was watching. <laughs> Let me flip my bangs right quick. He was watching, right? And not only did he watch, but he like hit me with the like, come here. And I didn't go. Regret! That nigga is a billionaire. <laughs> I mean, he is rich. He like owns half of Nickelodeon. He is wealthy. Yeah. I should take that over my you mother. You would have been with a nigga with a turban. Hello? I'd have been all right. I'd be like, well, you need me to iron your turban, boo? In a similar vein. Okay. I've told you. I went to 106 in Park with my mother. Come on. My mother and would never go to 106 in Park. <laughs> She'd be like, what is a what? Yeah, she went with me. Okay. And it, was, and it, and it had to have been God because... Uh, I had a conversation with David Banner mm, in yes. the studio, and it was cool. It was fun, and we talked about Houston and talked about different things, um, really quickly. And then he, you know, he 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 learned my name, like all of that. Went through the show. We left the studio. I'm across the street with my mother. Everybody knows David Banner's very distinct voice, and from across the street, I hear somebody going, "Jay." Jake with the same uh, airbrushed two piece jersey and basketball short combination that he had on, and I, I popped over real quick and Did he was he like, have the "Yeah, he, he had a beard, mm, my lord, beard. He was a little chubby. Oh, <laughs> he was like, come, come kick it.' And I was like, "I'm with my mom. <laughs> I can't. I can't come kick it. I told Kia I had my Beyonce fighting temptations twists in. Mm-hmm. Like I was living my best early two thousands life. I've been up. I've been down. <laughs> been looking for some joy to come around. I've been praying for some sunshine. Been looking for a love that I can call mine. <laughs> oh Beyonce. Oh Beyonce. So I did. I avoided um, hanging out, nice. which could have le- probably led to other activities Woo! with David Banner. Um, and um, I'm still talking about it in 2018. So what a, what a way! What a way! Yeah, man. Um. So I guess we can. I've got a lot of regret about times that I have lied to my mom and my family about my whereabouts because <laughs> I was keeping company with some nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I was somewhere off of McDonough. Listen. I was like, in the spy? Making horrible decisions. <laughs> That's around the corner from me. When I think about how like how much I used to lie and the detail with which I used to lie, it was just dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mom, I'm going to so-and-so's house because I gotta pick her up from the airport mm-hmm. and I'm probably gonna be late. Just mm-hmm. lying. Lying. I, I'm, so you I'm, go get some dupe. Mm-hmm. We've all done it. I actually regret that. Because I've I, always wondered, like, like, if anything would have happened, how would I have ever been able to explain? I'm so lucky. I've done, I've done that more than once. Because I, I have a habit of not, like, sharing that kind of information with my mom and my family. Like, who yeah. I'm dating, who I'm dealing with. And, like, if something were to happen, my mother would be like, who is that? Like, she would literally have <laughs> no clue. <laughs> You got to do, you got no, to do I've better. I've got to do better. You got to do better. I got to do better. You got to do better. This is your. This is you waking up right now. I'm having a moment. Wake up. 
This is I'm adulting. Yes, I got to grow so up. So the next time you deal with a nigga, I don't even know. But like, how do you tell your mama? I don't really like Me? him, but I'm trying to figure out. I, don't know, I, used to tell, I didn't used to tell. I told my mother about the ones that were serious. The ones that weren't, she didn't even know about them. But sometimes you don't know it's serious like uh, right away. There was one dude I was talking to, and I told her I was like, "So I'm talking to," and I this is when I was a grown woman, and I usually didn't come to her because I was in a relationship most of the time. But you know, when I would be, I wouldn't usually. But this time I came to her, and I was like, "So listen, I'm talking to this nigga. He's a rapper." She's like, "A rapper." <laughs> I was like, yes, this is what it is, and I'm just letting you know, trying to put it out there. I do regret, though, not having a closer relationship with my mother sometimes. I regret that me and my mother didn't get close until I got grown. We go up and down, me and my mother, because we have some differences of some opinions um, when it comes to lifestyle and things like that. And so it's not, I'm not going to say that it's totally my fault. Like, I don't want to be close to her, but that doesn't mean that I don't regret sometimes not being closer with her, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I do regret, I do, you know, it's nice to have, <clears throat> it's nice to have um, a close relationship with your mother. And I, you know, when I see other friends and things like that, where they are able, and a lot of the, a lot of it is, my mother, she very much overreacts, or she can't, you know, respect difference of opinion in certain things. And I, I have to stand by what I stand by with, you know, when I believe in something. And so, it makes it hard sometimes, but I do regret from I do regret not being I love my mom and we can laugh and kick it sometimes, but I do regret not having a closer relationship with her. I feel like your relationship with your mom is just you know it's tough to compare. Yeah, right. Because it's yeah. just it's got to be what it's got to be for the both of you. Yeah, and it's going to ebb and flow, right? Yep. So I think the dynamics between myself and my mother have changed considerably, especially since Brian has mm-hmm. passed and so, and um. You know, I think that there's some positive, there's good and bad even with that, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we both feel the pressure now right. that we didn't necessarily feel before. I know that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, no, of course, yes. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. Right. So, like, it's, um, I, I, I definitely, I definitely, uh, think that there are some, you know, I feel, I feel like, that's one of the things about being an adult, right? It's like trying to figure out, like navigating these kinds of dynamics, mm-hmm. um, especially when major life changes happen. Right. Um, especially when it's, you all are in the same, you and Brian were like me and Paige. Mm-hmm. Two, there's only two of you. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that if something was to happen and then your father is not all the way involved, he's, mm-hmm. he's not involved. Mm-hmm. So you feel like a responsibility mm-hmm. for your mother. I, mm-hmm. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's a different. It's a very fine. It's a it's a crazy boundary to navigate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like um, not just in terms of like how I deal with her now, mm-hmm. but I even feel like in the future, like I can't even think about the future the same way that I once did, right. because the responsibilities that I thought that I would once share with Brian, I feel that I have to carry that in a certain way, and I'm really a lot more cautious than I, I was always, I've always been a very thoughtful or cautious person, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's even more now. Um, I'm so risk averse now because I feel like I'm all she's got left. Right. And she's all I got left. Right. So there, there are things that I used to be a little bit more fearless about. Um, And maybe that's why I regret lying to her the way that I did. When I was younger, 
Maybe because I just didn't have the appreciation or even I couldn't really even acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. But like if something were to happen, she wouldn't know where I was. Right. So that kind of hits me in a and different that's way. that's not okay. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, and it is all funs and ha-has. And I'm super grateful to God yeah. because even through all of my horrible lying, <laughs> he has kept me <laughs> from, do from being in situations um, and places and dealing with people that I ain't have no business dealing with. I don't... Ooh, I remember. Ooh, yeah. I so yeah, we can say that. Yeah. Like we talked about that even before we decided we were gonna talk about regrets. We we first said that we were gonna talk about the things that we thought we wanted or the mm -hmm. things that we used to be so passionate about. Like that's how when we talk in the honesty box and we sound like a bunch of old aunties when we're telling y'all and y'all be all stressed out about these niggas, right? So we understand, right? Because we've all been there. Yes. And there was absolutely a time where I, you know, was hemmed up with some with somebody. Oh my god! And you know, it the situation dissolved for whatever reason, and I was devastated and in my bag. And now I can look back and lift both of my hands <laughs> and tell God, thank you, thank like you. two hands a foot for not let literally me like pregnant. all of this. Like you know what, Lord, you had did that. Just want you to know because <laughs> yeah, yes, I dodged the all the bullets. Oh my God! I remember I ended up having to run out of this nigga's house in Bushwick, Woo! down Bushwick in the trenches. Like before Ubers, uh, yeah. down Bushwick Avenue, Still pay phone at on night, the corner. gypsy cabs, <laughs> not running a plentiful, like driver. And I'm literally like racing down the street because I was in a very uncomfortable situation in his home. And it's because of my own dumbass. I've, got, I've been there too. Um, my dumbass activities and being fast and going over. And I didn't do anything and I didn't intend on doing anything, but he intended on doing something. I've had some of those. And I had, to, I had to run. Going, I feel like, but those are the lessons that you learned though, right? Ooh. So it took a long time for me to realize you can't be just letting niggas in your house. Yeah. <laughs> or you can't be daughter. going to niggas' houses. You can't be going to niggas' houses. Listen, you can't be letting niggas in your house The either. rule is that grown folks don't watch movies. Let me tell you something. Mm. Y'all haven't heard it before. Mm. You've heard it here. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. When a nigga asks you to come over to watch the Hulu, <laughs> he ain't trying to watch no Hulu. You no. understand what I'm saying? Netflix and chill came from somewhere. Come on. If a nigga wants to watch a movie with you, he's going to invite you to the Regal Cinemas. Listen. He's going to invite and you to a bag AMC. of popcorn <laughs> and a blue icy, and y'all right. will watch the movie and discuss the movie. That's what, it, that's what it is. I want to see such and such about blah, blah, blah. But nigga, <laughs> if a nigga invites you to the house to see... Black Panther, y'all going to Wakanda. <laughs> he wants to give you some vibranium. <laughs> he wants to colonize your bag. Y'all going to Wakanda. Y'all going to Wakanda. Yeah, just going. Pack your bags. <laughs> Act like you ain't going. Act like you ain't going if you want to. Because he has been watching. Because he's been watching <laughs> from the <them> mountains. mountains. <laughs> At your backside. Ready <laughs> to strip your power away. Ah, the so, power of the Black Panther has been stripped away. By the Black Panther. Listen, so I'm just saying. I just want y'all to know. These are real and things. learn from our regrets and mistakes. We make have to wise have this choices. With Noah. Absolutely. Make wise choices, mm -hmm. right? Regrets are a part of life. They are. But I think the major takeaway is you just got to make sure that you learn from them. Yeah. Think critically and comprehensively about any tattoo that you get. 
Or if Ruben Studdard approaches Hello? you and you curb him, I mean, say hey, like I do. You know what I'm saying? If you happen <laughs> to like sit, if you happen to sit next to the man of your dreams on the plane, say something. <laughs> Shout out to Plane Bay, wherever you are. I dropped the ball. <laughs> Come back if you're engaged to a nigga <laughs> and you don't feel good about it in your stomach. Don't let it go on for nine years. Listen, learn, end it, learn, honey. There's, there's a sea of dicks out there tell waiting the for truth. you. And if you're still not comfortable enough where you don't have to lie to your mama, at least tell a, tell friend, a friend where you are. Tell a friend So that when your details. mama starts looking for you, Toya can be like, uh, Miss Rhonda, um, <laughs> I can't was actually, um, <laughs> I hate to be she called me and told me she was on her way to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Learn from me. Yeah. Write down your friend's license plates. You know, if they drive off with somebody. Drop a pin. Like, use the Find Your Friends app. Just be um, safe and be smart. And most importantly, stay prayed up. Stay prayed up. <laughs> and give God thanks because he will keep you when you don't want to be kept. And I'm if you witness. really need to tell somebody, always pray. And you can always tell your grandma if you still have her in your life because she's not going to remember what you say. <laughs> so My grandma will. Ciao. She my, don't forget my nothing. grandma be mixing up all kinds of uh become mixing up all kinds of information. So my grandma, she might forget, <laughs> she might forget and tell me twice, but she's not gonna forget. I said it. Well, I think we need to do a part two to this episode. I think that'd be a good because idea. Because I have several more regrets. And on I this would list. love to have a guest on. I yes. want to get in somebody else's business. I don't want to tell all G. of mine no more. Crystal G. Oh, Crystal got some good ones. She does have I some. I feel good like ones. I've lived through some of Crystal <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been good. Let's bring Crystal off with her regrets part two. It's been rich. <laughs> Let's move on to the honesty box. Honesty boxes. Honestly, truly. All right, then. Um. All right, honesty box time. Uh, the email states: Praise the Lord, niggas. Uh, you can call me D. Uh, I have been binge listening to the podcast since discovering it on iTunes a few weeks ago, and woo. Child, the greatness. Shout out to you all for providing content that the girls need rather than that hot garbage that's circulating the universe. Ugh. Anyway, though, I'm a 22-year-old graduate student pursuing a joint MSW-MPH. It is a three-year program, and I will be entering my second year this fall. I'm currently in a relationship that I've been in for just over two years. This is not a men are trash email. It's quite the opposite. He's a caring, super-duper supportive understanding uh, guy. We both graduated undergrad in 2017, him a year early. He used the extra year to obtain his master's and had a job lined up before even starting. He completed that this past May and has now gone on to start his job or career. He's an engineer, completely opposite from the psychology, human development, social work background. (coughs) What he's making as an entry-level employee is what people in my field need a doctorate for. Obviously, I am super proud of him because I've seen how hard he's worked and witnessed the sacrifices he's made to get where he is. His tenacity and ambition and professionalism are some of the traits that attracted me to him in the first place, aside from him being fine. Sometimes, though, I think about our future and get discouraged because our paths are very different, and I fear I will not be able to keep up. None of this is his doing. (laughs) We have talked about this very often, and while he recognizes the differences... He encourages me to continue pursuing the work that I am passionate about and embraces the differences in our career paths rather than runs from them, which is amazing. Witnessing and being a part of his successes with him is extremely motivating, but I get in my own head until it becomes discouraging and leaves me thinking, what am I doing with my life? I work and have a hand in a few extracurricular organizations, so I'm not just sitting back doing the bare minimum 
but compared to my partner, I feel like I'm just not doing much. Any insight or words of wisdom you ladies have to offer is greatly needed and appreciated. Sincerely, always typing fast, but probably not fast enough. Okay. What you got for D? Because I got time. Mm. Mm. You go first. No, I want you to go first. (laughs) I wouldn't much prefer. (laughs) I want you to go first. Uh, beloved, um, you got to stop getting in your own way. Bread. <laughs> like, you got to stop getting in your own way, beloved. Yes. Um, and, and I appreciate you prefacing this with the not all, all men are trash. This is not a not all men are trash email. Um, because it sounds like you have a really strong support system here. Yeah, and a good dude. A really good dude, which is rare. And um, you are you are all the way in your own way right now. You're talking yourself out of it, which mm-hmm. makes me very, very concerned. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it is um, or what experiences you may have had or not have had that have left you feeling like you are undeserving. Right. But that is not true. Um You are not undeserving. And I will caution you against comparing yourself to your partner in this way. Because partnership and relationship is all about complementary, you know, having complementary traits, experiences, interests. But you don't have to be on the same path, doing the same thing at the same time, interested in the same things. Because that's going to where you are. I think what gives a lot of relationships um, what makes them amazing is that, you know, the difference in perspective and opinion Mm -hmm. that that the both of you will bring. Right. Especially in in interesting conversation and just different experiences altogether just adds layers to your relationship. I'm even concerned with how you signed this e- signed sign this email. Yeah. Always typing fast but probably not fast enough. Like there is a running theme of self-doubt yeah. and lack of self-worth all up and through here and it's it's problematic and we're not coming for you. Yeah. Um just more like to make you aware of it because yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're cognizant of it and if you are um it is it might be useful to kind of talk to somebody about it. Because that was my next kind of a it's easy for us to kind of fall into these patterns and ideologies and ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not a healthy situation for you. Um, and, you know, even outside of this wonderful relationship that you're in, um, you, you, how you think about yourself, how you treat yourself, how you speak about yourself sets the tone and, and the standard for how other people treat you, mm-hmm. how other people react with you, um, or relate with you, um, respond to you, all of these things. Mm-hmm. So I am I would encourage you to kind of think, think specifically about some of the words that you're using and what might be the root or the cause or what's, what's, what's contributing to some of the things that you're feeling as it relates to you know, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's awesome that your boy's an engineer. It's awesome that he has an amazing job making awesome money. 
what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Yeah, like that's his choice, his choice, his his life. And I feel like I've heard this before, and I've mm-hmm. even I've even done this mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've worked working and working through with my own therapist in terms of like downplaying myself um, and not celebrating myself in ways or not acknowledging it, you know, because I think a lot of times black women are kind of taught that you have to be humble in, in ways that there's a difference between like humility and kind of just like self-degradation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can kind of, it's easy for those lines to blur where they shouldn't. So there's nothing, you you're doing everything that you're supposed to do. Your being you is enough for this man to love you. And he lo- and and <clears throat> people oh lord. <clears throat> you got I think I think therapy is such a <laughs> think, gift. And we're not coming for you gift. again no, like Jay said. Not at all. This is not me or Jay telling you, you know, I I hope that you receive this in the spirit of that love. we're giving it cuz yeah. we're not saying and, and we're not calling you out. I feel like I can recognize this because I, I've experienced a lot of this for myself. Same. And I have destroyed relationships because of my own insecurity. That is so that's where I was trying to find <laughs> the words. I don't want you not only to just not to get in your way for yourself and to I like because the way that you speak about yourself is concerning. But I also don't want you to 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 destroy a healthy relationship with somebody who loves you and cares about you because of all of this self self-degradation. De- like if you keep talking like this about yourself, what makes you think that somebody else is going to keep keep uplifting you, over, you know, and continue to do that? That's going to wear on them, too. Absolutely. And and you can't support him in ways that he needs to be supported if you're so consumed with feeling like with dealing with your own false sense of inadequacy. And I can only imagine if you got out of a healthy relationship and you're already in this mental state, you know, like what further damage that could do. So I think that recognizing recognizing that now i think right now the focal point needs to be you loving up on yourself a little bit more and if that means that you need to go talk to a professional to help you to shift your thinking because that's what therapists are there for they yeah. help you and they offer you tools right yep. so that's really what it's about cuz we know some of these things yep. like in theory yep. like you know that like oh my gosh like i could be i could think about myself better i could articulate things yep. better but we don't i can know, make different choices how. right but i don't know how to make those changes cuz right. i've been me all my life i right. don't know how to not be me this is the only kind of me i know how to be but someone can give you the perspective that you need that will give you the actual strategies right. and ways that you can change your behaviors around how you think how you relate how you exist how you are um you know you know with the people that you love and most importantly more importantly uh, with yourself. So, D, you got a good guy. You, you deserve a good guy. You do. That's the bottom line. You absolutely do. Um, and, you know, you're working hard. You're in school. You told me you're, you, you got, you're working on two masters, not one, but two. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said before, when it comes to graduate school, nobody's going to ask you what your GPA was. Nope. They're just going to see that your name is D and you have all these alphabets behind your name and they're going to think that you know what you're talking about. That's it. So it's not necessarily like, you know, this whole, I'm not doing good enough. You're passing your classes. You're moving through your program. You're getting jobs. You're getting opportunities. And you bund up with this bun. Yeah. So, I mean, just try not to be so hard on yourself. I know that's easy to say and can be challenging to do. But um, talk space or if you have insurance or if you're on a campus, there's counseling centers available. 
we encourage you to, you know, just see what resources that, you know, may be available to you that you could take advantage of. Absolutely. Therapy for black girls, yep. whatever you need. We just want you to take advantage of it so you can get to a healthy place mentally um, because you're doing great things and you deserve to celebrate those things and not be wallowing in something there that might not necessarily be there. So mm-hmm. uh, we hope that this this was offered with, you know, you, 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 you took it with love because that's where it came from. And uh, keep us updated. Right? Yeah, man. You know, continue to write in. And um, keep doing your thing, D baby. Yeah. You Continue to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we will move along to our peeves of petty, putting them on parade. Oh, yes. Co produced by Afropunk and How Stuff Works, Afropunk Solution Sessions is a podcast that explores real world solutions to the problems that marginalized people face. From running for political office to restorative justice to activism, Afropunk Solution Sessions arms people with the knowledge and tools they need to affect change and build power in black communities. Every Wednesday, co-hosts Bridget Todd and Eve Jeffcoat speak with members of the Afropunk community, celebrated thinkers and community leaders like Stacey Abrams, Matthew Kincaid, and Patrice Cullors about how to resist oppression and stay engaged. Afropunk Solution Sessions is inciting meaningful conversations and motivating people to make a difference. Some of these conversations include, what does it mean for black people to have a seat at the table? How can we expand reproductive rights for marginalized people? How can we reclaim our space? Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. It's time to put our petty on parade. Let's do it. I'm going to do a listener petty peeve this week because we haven't done one in a while. I haven't done one in a while. True. Hello, ladies. You can call me the annoyed coworker. Oh, God. I moved to Florida. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yuck. I moved to Florida a few <laughs> months ago to start my career. I love what I do. My job loves to feed us at least once a week. Someone buys donuts from a local bakery. They're so good. Here comes my petty of peeve. Okay. Brace yourselves. A lady that I work with always takes a piece of things that are in the break room for everyone. What does that even then mean? Then we'll proceed to leave what's left of the piece she pinched for herself or someone else. What? On donut day, we go to the box at the same time. She opened it first. Not only does she reach for the donut I was eyeing, but she takes a knife and cuts a piece of the donut and walked away. Girl! <sighs> I looked at her and said, okay, so that donut is yours. You're welcome. I hate that so much. I'm sure my eyes rolled so hard they looked at each other and then back at her. (laughs) We were raised once you touch it, it's yours. If that's not your jam, then cool. But do that shit at home. I love everybody, but that doesn't mean I trust the cleanliness of your hands. Take the whole thing or don't get any. Thanks for reading this. Love you, Queens. The Annoyed Coworker. Man. This resonated with me because I have seen people cut a piece of a donut or a bagel or something like that and just take or like a little piece of the cake, like a little corner. Just things that like where you should take the whole of something, they don't do it. And I, it irritates my life. Show you right. What makes you think that I want to come into a break room and see three-fourths of a donut (laughs) and that I'm going to take it? Well, they just want a little piece, Jade. They don't want the whole thing. I just want, I, I came to get a piece of burger. (laughs) <laughs> I want a little piece of burger I went to Burger King to get me a piece of burger And <laughs> So oh my God. Yeah I'm very irritated by people taking pieces of things I think that's presumptuous and it's disgusting Okay It's sad with me 
All right. Thank you, annoyed coworker. Mm-hmm. I got one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I go to the the doctor once a month to get my infusions for my RA. Mm-hmm. I've shared that before. Mm-hmm. I've been going to the same doctor um, since I moved to the DMV. I've been going to the same infusion center. The same people give me my infusion. Okay. So you you've know, been there for some time. Been there for some time. I remember when you moved. The receptionist. Six years. Yes. Actually, this week makes six years. Mm-hmm. Um, the receptionists know me. The nurses know me. Mm-hmm. There's a, a man uh, who is the head of the infusion center, and he often, you know, starts, you know, you know, the IV. Mm-hmm. And every week, this man acts as if he has never met me a day in his life. <laughs> And he asked me the same series of questions. So, uh, hey, how long have you been going here? Is he old? He's not young, but he's not that old. And he's I just young feel enough like to be remembering who you are. I see this man every three weeks, like three to four weeks. For the last six years, I've seen this one man. <laughs> and everyone else is like, hey. Takia, what's going on? Let's get your next appointment set up. How you been? Blah, 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 blah. I like your hair. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I get it. Like, but he's just like, oh, so how long have you been going here? And what doctor do you see? And you're taking what? How's that working for you? And, you know, let's like, okay, what do you do? Are you here? How long have you been going here? <laughs> and I'm just like, um, um, Dan, I know your name. I don't know why you don't know mine. But, um, <laughs> I'm not going to answer your questions. I'm the same age I was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. I live at the same place I lived three weeks ago. The treatments are working fine because I've been coming here for six years. Um, you know, my doctor hasn't changed. And I don't know. I know maybe I'm just petty. <laughs> no. I just, I'm hard-pressed to believe that there are that many ball-headed, statuesque, chocolate girls coming here to get this medicine. With cheekbones. <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand. I don't believe it. I just don't feel like the Dora Milaje is coming in there to get this. They're not going in there to get this medicine. You, it's just not that many of us. You know what I'm saying? No. And I know that it could be innocent. And I'm not saying everybody got to know me. I'm not saying you got to know me. No, but but I just feel like you remember all the white people, (laughs) or you remember like, like how is it that you forget me? You forget me? Oh, your hair's different. You know they let us say that. Like, girl. Like, get out of here. It just wears me. If you see, Kia is tall and brown. It wears me. With high cheekbones and distinct features. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just, it really troubles me. And every month, I just be like, <sighs> yeah. you, I bet you if you cuss him out, he gonna remember you. He got who's a little taken aback. Because this, this time I did say, he was like, you know, you're so young. Why are you taking this medicine? You're so young. How old are you? I was like, it's the same age I was when you asked me last month. <laughs> and the nurses was like, ah! <laughs> ah! And he was just like, oh. Oh, well, excuse I'm me. Sorry. I'm I offended I you. Said, you've, you've come here often? I come here every week, every month. You see me once a month. <laughs> but that's my pedigree. Now you the angry black woman. Exactly. Now you the angry black woman. You tr- see how this works? We I got to tread you. lightly. You know what I'm saying? No, I got you don't. To, I got to tolerate people saying dumb things to me because I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's like, I was, my name is Kia. It you was Kia last month. But stay black and die. I just, it's really, but that's my petty peeve. And I talked about, I got on live. 
when I was leaving the doctor on Wednesday. And I was just like, guys, am I doing too much? Like, why is this? This no. really bothers me. That's irritating. Because I'm like, yo, it's just not that many five foot ten brown girls coming in here. I don't have, I got about three minutes worth of hair on my I head. I can understand if I walked in and he doesn't know, like, if I was Maria from last week or if I'm Keisha from the week before. Like, I, I can understand how maybe, but you... I get. I mean, I get it. They see a lot of people. It's an infusion center. People come and get infusions all the time. It's a center. It's yeah. not a hospital. It's not a hospital. You go there every three weeks. I go there like three to four weeks. Okay, so you go there once a month. I do. My bodega man remembers me. This How come you saying. can't remember me? This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> my bodega man puts my stuff on the counter before I walk in. This is what I'm saying. How come he can't remember the person he's giving shots to? I'm like, bro, you be in these veins. <laughs> you be in these <laughs> you veins. You know my veins. Like, you this know the me same, in Like, you be way. in these veins. You be in me. <laughs> like, like, I thought we had reached a point in our relationship where we had passed these, passed these pleasantries. We don't have to do this every week now. Calm down. But that's my petty peeve, kids. Aging dog years, and that is another episode of Get Grown. <laughs> it's a long one, kids. Settle in. Uh, but yeah, we out here. Thank y'all so much for listening. Yes. Um. Thanks so much for supporting. Jade and I both have things coming up this summer and into the fall. Yes. Uh, getting grown is out here, guys. We are, and so we will definitely be announcing those as they come. Show you right. Um, We have some fun stuff planned for you all. Some you'll hear soon, some you'll hear later. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, you must continue to stay moisturized. You must continue to drink your water and mind your business. Because your black will crack if, if it's dry. Bye! Bye!